Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We go live every weekday morning on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us and they help out. You guys, Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, check them out and make them a part of your new car buying experience by seeing them in Lebanon or seeing what they have to offer at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about your plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. I do like this from Derek. Man, I've been through all the stages of grief. Now, great to see you guys again. So Derek took a full three weeks off <laughs> of consuming A to Z. I don't love that, Derek, because we could have helped you work through all those stages of grief. Uh, but it is great to see you back as well. Uh, again, I know a lot of Titans fans uh, have felt that way uh, as well. But So uh, so, so he's yeah. gone through denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and now acceptance. So Derek accepts the Titans loss. And after the Super Bowl, it makes sense that that's when acceptance sets in. I don't know what order Derek went through them all because it's all our own path and our own journey through <laughs> stages of grief. But uh, I am glad uh, that Derek is back with us. So Zach, uh, a report from... ESPN's Chris Mortensen was floated out uh, over the last several days about the Colts quarterback future with Carson Wentz. Well, and we talked about this even before the report came out, and that was we took a look at the dead cap space compared to the Titans and the Colts. Look, the Jags, look, I think the Jags will have a better season than they did last year. That's not saying much, but I do think Trevor Lawrence will take a step in the right direction in year two. I don't know if he'll go to the Super Bowl like Joe Burrow, but the Texans, they got big problems, right? They're going to trade Deshaun Watson. They're still in the rebuild. So it's really a two-horse race and has been between the Titans and the Colts. Now, winning that race has been the Titans. But we took – I remember going to uh, – Spo does know hard numbers. Spo don't know when it comes to free agency what they think that free agents should be paid. So more more in March it's almost to that. Season. Yes, we're getting close yeah, to yeah, I know. So, but I, I did remember looking at both contracts, Ryan Tannehill's and Carson Wentz. Fifty seven point four million dollars in dead cap. Now there's caveats to that of when would be released if that were to happen and how those numbers change. But Carson Wentz, he's not in the fifties. He's fifteen million dollars. He has a contract that you can get out of. Now, the unfortunate part, or fortunate, depends on which glasses you look through, the Colts, they lost a first-round pick because he played 75% of the snaps this past season. But as Mort reports through at my sports update, there's a belief that Colts quarterback Carson Wentz will probably, quote, be traded or released before March 19th per Chris Mortensen. That's when, as I alluded to, the $15 million in base salary becomes guaranteed. His future in Indianapolis looks bleak. So probably be traded or released before March 19th per Chris Mortensen. Makes a lot of sense. That's when the timing of all of this offseason contract kind of gets underway. I mean, that's a month away, that, right? That's, that's going to work pretty quick. And if they work even quicker, now the the offseason and the 2022 NFL season officially has to start before that happens. But I assume that it's going to move pretty quick and they're going to try to be in position for big-time quarterbacks this offseason. So the the Colts do have the benefit of – here's the the quick offseason timeline, right? Uh, Because the new league year begins Wednesday, March 16th. That is also when free agents are open to officially – sign with new teams and that tampering window begins midnight on Monday the 14th which that's when the you know the chaos the chaotic 48 hours really kicks off up until Wednesday when it can officially become official as they like to say so the Colts do have a couple built-in days of wiggle room so they can and here's what's also a big thing the NFL combine where's the NFL combine this year 
Indianapolis. What happens at the NFL Combine? Whining and dining and talking and chatting about any possibility for a lot of different <laughs> I'm glad rumors. you went talking and chatting right there. Yes, uh, but uh, that's the NFL Combine is where a lot of this stuff goes down because all the NFL, the executives, the GMs, the head coaches, the scouts, everybody's in Indianapolis for like five, six straight days, and all of their nights are occupied by them going and having drinks. And when you have drinks, wild ideas are created. And that's where John Robinson really set the foundation for the DeMarco Murray trade back in the day. That's where John Robinson was also able to work on the trading of the first overall pick at the NFL Combine. So you've got NFL Combine the last bit of February and first week of March, then the league day that starts the 16th, and the Colts have a couple of days to be able to figure out if they can trade for another quarterback and then dump Carson Wentz before the 19th when that $15 million locks right in there, right? So it, I think the Colts have that as a benefit to them to allow them some flexibility here. And, and Derek says, uh, dang, they let Brissett walk. Uh, they're really not having a good time. You know, they've really struggled post-mortem. Of, you talk about the, the stages of gr- grief. Yeah. After Andrew Luck, they got really lucky with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck's first you know, several years. And then once he left, it's a struggle to replace a guy like that just, you know, and, and it is because Andrew Luck was really, really good and got them to a point, and then when you just disappear, it's hard to replace because your roster is being built. And so they have struggled finding their quarterback post-Andrew uh, Luck. And and Phillip Rivers, good quarterback as we established, but not great and wasn't good enough to make them an advance. They lost to the Bills and Buffalo that year in the playoffs. But I, I think for Indianapolis, we all believe that they have a good roster. They've got a dynamic. I would say they have a great running back. They have a really, really good defense. They wet the bed at the end of this past season, but... Yeah. Carson a lot Wentz of that was that. due to their quarterback, right? <laughs> yes, so if yes. you change that, you would think that results would change as well. All right, so a former Titan wondered yesterday out loud into a microphone if Carson Wentz could join the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill. We will play that here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a bunch of different ways uh, that Renters Warehouse can help you out by creating extra cash flow for you and your family, uh, getting long-term equity through rent estate and, and building on that equity to build wealth and to he- get your retirement plan ready. Renters Warehouse does all the work for you. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, we are powered. Our morning show is powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports for risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. ATOZ Sports, all one word, no spaces. But when they ask for promo code, you get a risk free bet, your first bet up to $1,000 for new users. Last night, uh, I did have a pretty good night in the NBA. Steph Curry, points, rebounds, and assists, over 34 and a half. They lost to the Clippers, but mm-hmm. I did – I actually watched that game. I couldn't go to sleep last night, so I was yeah, watching wait. Clippers-Warriors. Uh, Woof. The, what is football, life? Football, what must, is life? football must be over. <laughs> Kawhi wasn't playing. Paul Ugh. George wasn't playing. Draymond Green wasn't playing. But BetMGM got me interested in it. Download the app today. All right, so let's get to this. Um, here, and this is uh, on Blaine and Mickey yesterday on 104.5 The Zone. Blaine Bishop tossing it out about Carson Wentz uh, and maybe being able to join the Titans. How about this? I'm going to throw this out there. James Winston to the Colts. No. I, I, I could care less about what the Colts do. All I care about in my mind frame is the Titans. Would you bring Carson Wentz in as a backup to Tannehill? Now, and would he do that? Now, I'm sure it's going to be some people out there that love Carson Wentz, Mm -hmm. but kind of for a rehab, kind of what we did for Tannehill in a backup role. And guess what? If he has to miss a couple games, hey, man, if you go two games and you you out there throwing bad balls, (laughs) you're going to lose all sight of, you know, your chances in the NFL ever again. So 
I would be looking at, and I would be, if I'm the GM, reaching out to his agent saying, hey, is this something that you guys would be interested in? Logan Woodside's putting on his eye black as we speak. Yeah, and I think Logan Woodside would be a great practice squad quarterback. He has he hasn't played in an NFL game. I, I can't. I'm trying to go somewhere, and it's now. Right. One year, and that's it. So if Tannehill goes through some hiccups, guess what? I got somebody who can actually push him. Not to say he's going to beat him out, but we got. You never know. These quarterbacks get hot and cold. Carson Wentz make it get hot. And he was. I mean. The guy shows he's tough. He played a lot last year, banged up, hurt. Remember he had surgery to start the season. season. They were saying he was, was going to be out forever. Well, yeah. yeah. And ended up playing. Ended up playing. He had no business. To, uh, he had a hurt ankle versus the Titans. He had no business, at least here. He, to me, he had no business playing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would I would consider that. I don't know if his camp would be into the backup deal. So that's uh, Blaine Bishop yesterday, former Titan Blaine Bishop. Uh, people are blasting A to Z on Twitter. Uh, for the article we wrote on that uh, this morning. But, you know, if you don't like it, then it's Blaine's thought. And I think the way Blaine talked through it makes you feel more comfortable about it than if you just read it in a headline or a tweet. I, uh, no, 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 no. I still disagree with it, I, but there's a lot of different factors. Well, but it doesn't but, make me feel more comfortable with it, so that's, that's wrong. Fine. Okay, so I will give you the floor then, Zach. Uh, I, no, the, the the problem is is that he's trying to fix the wrong problem, right? The problem is Ryan Tannehill. The problem is not backing up Ryan Tannehill. If Ryan Tannehill can't go, they ain't winning the Super Bowl. Those are the expectations, and Blaine knows that. And I think for this but Blaine, particular— But Zach, Blaine is also operating like Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback next year because that's what John Robinson has said to four different media outlets is that Ryan Tannehill's the guy in 2022, so Blaine is trying to upgrade in the quarterback room as a whole, and it was Carson Wentz an upgrade over Logan Woodside? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that it would work out as him being a backup. The Titans have done fine without having a quarterback that was worth a damn of the last two seasons. Yeah, they've gotten very lucky that Ryan Tannehill was sacked 47 times and ran for seven touchdowns and didn't miss a game or a snap because of injury. That's that's a lot, right? That's pretty tough out of out of seventeen. There, I, I think the one thing that Blaine got correct is that Carson Wentz is a backup, right? He's not a starting quarterback. <laughs> so I do agree with Blaine in that sense. I disagree with the notion of that he should back up Ryan Tannehill. The Titans, I, look, they have a bigger issue overall, and that is can Ryan Tannehill elevate his play enough? If he's not able to go. Carson Wentz has historically told you that he hasn't been able to stay healthy, right? So you're getting a backup quarterback that hasn't been real good at staying healthy. That's not good. It's Somehow like Jake Carson- Locker. He, he he proved he cannot stay healthy, and he couldn't stay on the field. That's well, not a guy Carson you want Wentz as a backup. Every game. Carson Wentz did start every game this past year. Now and battled- what happened at the end of the season? All of those injuries caught up to him where he played very, very poor, and they missed the playoffs because of it. And Carson Wentz has been disaster prone his entire career. Now, I'm not even talking about injuries. It's just disaster prone when it comes to turnover and uh And what do you need at the backup play. quarterback position? What do they oh, always say? Stability, right? The opposite stability. of disaster. You're right. Stability is the word. Yes. So I'm, I, I'm, I, I disagree with the Titans uh, going. And again, a lot has to happen before that even comes into fruition where the Colts have got to cut or possibly trade. If they trade, the Titans ain't trading for Carson no. Wentz. So, so it's either cut or bust. So if they he does get cut after the official league year starts, then you start maybe maneuvering around. But the Titans don't need a good backup quarterback. They need better. They need a better tight end. <laughs> they they need better play on the offensive line. They need a, a better backup wide receivers besides AJ Brown. That's what they need. They they don't need it. They don't need a backup quarterback if they're trying to get to a Super Bowl. They don't need Carson Wentz. They need so many other things that can help them get to where they will need to go. Because Austin, I said this: the odds of the Tennessee Titans getting back into the number one overall seed in the AFC again in the next five years, I think, is slim and none. Mm-hmm. I think they they screwed the pooch this past year on their opportunity. So they better get geared up with some really damn good players to make the run from wild card weekend on in 
the next several years because I don't think that's going to happen again. So you need to go upgrade your other portions of your roster, not not concentrate on Carson Wentz's backup, in my opinion. I completely agree with everything you just said. Completely uh, right on it. And I think the Titans do need to upgrade their backup quarterback position, but that's by getting somebody in the draft. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily this year or next year, but they, they do need to start working on that future. Oh, wait, you, you, you do think it's this year or next year. That's what you've been I saying. Said, I said, I don't, I said within the next two drafts, Zach, so don't spend my work. This year and next year. I, I know that. So I said, I don't think it's this year because I don't think this quarterback draft Oh, yeah, class, but you just said you don't, it shouldn't be this year or next year. I'm just trying to clarify what you think. I, I, very, I've been very clear, Zach. I've you been very clear. though, bro. So just, no, you okay. did. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's this year. The Titans do need to draft somebody in the next two years. That's been where I've stood on this thing for and a week. You didn't say that just okay, a second ago. That's all, right. all I was trying. You don't need to get okay. upset. Okay. All right. But again, the point is that yeah, Carson Wentz does not need to be a Titan. Uh, you know, it's a risk of a take of a take there uh, by Blaine Bishop, but. Um, you know, I get the philosophy that he's thinking, but the Titans did this three years ago when they were in position to do this three years ago. Now they are trying to go all in and they have a lot bigger holes uh, on the roster like Zach, like you pointed out. But the Colts, I, I do think the Colts, the only the only way the Titans would facilitate this is if they cut him because they're not going to trade for him, but that's not going to happen. So the Colts still need to upgrade their roster because their quarterback is a bigger problem than the Titans quarterback with Ryan Tannehill because Carson Wentz kept the Colts out of the playoffs uh, this past year. Well, when you're going for a Super Bowl, your backup needs to be cheap. It doesn't need to be expensive. And Carson Wentz will be expensive no matter what because that's the value. The dude, you don't go making, I mean, how much money was Carson Wentz making? A lot. I mean, it's like over 20. I mean, it, it was like 30. Well, it was, it's hard to do that because he was traded. And so the Eagles are paying a little bit and the Colts are paying a lot. So it's but still, uh, let's see here. I mean, his base salary last year is $15.4 million. He got a roster bonus of 5.9. Jesus. He made $21 million last year. So you, you can't go from paying. That, that's not, that's not counting the signing bonus of what he counts on the cap either. I don't think. Which is ridiculous. So you go from a guy who is making, look, I know that when you change positions or starter to backup, the money should change as well. But you can't go from a guy making $21 million a season ago, gets cut, Logan Woodside, two-year contract for 1.3. <laughs> like, the discrepancy. You can upgrade the position, but you can't change that much. No. You can't. So, so I think, Again, I understand Blaine's philosophy. I, I'm not. Yes. I disagree with it. I understand with the, the philosophy, but the depths of the conversation, you've got to look and crunch the numbers. That's why everybody, and you being one of them, Austin, was out on Ryan Tannehill leaving the Tennessee Titans because you saw that $57.4 million dead cap number, right? Mm -hmm. We're sitting here saying, and now I think that that shouldn't matter if you're going to win a Super Bowl, but that's here nor there for this conversation. You can't pay a guy two years, 1.3 and then go find a backup that was just making 21 for one year. It, it just doesn't make sense. Again, I stand by, you got to go fix other parts of your roster. If you want to upgrade your backup quarterback position, you're going to have to go get a season old veteran. That's not Carson Wentz. Or like you said, you're going to have to draft a guy, but then you're going to have to spend, you don't want to spend another late round draft pick. That's going to get cut. Yeah. That, that's right. I think if you're not, if you don't fall in love with the quarterback in this draft and take them in the first round or maybe trade up in the high second round, which you don't have a second round pick. So I don't see that's feasibly possible. Yeah. Then you're not drafting the quarterback at all. Like don't like yours. I totally agree. Don't waste another mid to late round pick on a quarterback who's barely going to make the roster or be on the practice squad, go find somebody who can help you out from a depth standpoint. Well, and I, you clarified this. You probably, probably not this year, but more next year about drafting a quarterback. And the reason behind yeah. that is what you just said. They don't have a second round pick. You can't draft a position for the next several years in your Super Bowl window. They thought Caleb Farley was going to play this year. He did. 
unfortunate events happened and he tore his ACL, right? Like they weren't counting on that, but you can't do the Jordan love philosophy in this type of situation because Aaron Rodgers isn't on your roster. Ryan Tannehill is right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's just too big of a gap from the the time you pick in the first round. And especially if you're going to probably trade up, I stand by 26 ain't a good spot to go grab a first round quarterback or trade. If you don't have a second round pick. Yeah. All right. So uh, real quickly, before we get to this next topic about the Colts, Brent says, I can't believe how much the Titans are paying Tannehill. What was John Robinson thinking? Well, John Robinson signed Ryan Tannehill to a, a, a pretty solid quarterback contract, nothing crazy, an average of $29.5 million a year after the AFC Championship game run. Uh, and then what happens? You want to, you like fans want the, the, the GMs to go sign these big name guys and to go trade for Julio Jones and then get mad at the consequences. The consequences for trading for Julio Jones was that they had to restructure Ryan Tannehill's contract for this past season and to help out for Julio Jones. And so what did that restructure do? It moved money in Tannehill's contract for the dead cap to this year. And so like that's, if you can't have both things, you can't have team friendly deals and also go out there and sign big name players and trade for Julio Jones and just think it's all going to work out. You're going to screw yourself in the salary cap at some point. And Ryan Tannehill's dead cap of $57.4 million is the consequence of going out there and signing Bud Dupree and trading for Julio Jones. That's it. And John Robinson was smart to sign Ryan Tannehill to yes. the contract he did when he did. And what did he get out of it? He got two division titles, back-to-back AFC South champions, a number one overall seed in the AFC this year, two home playoff games. We just found out Ryan Tannehill's ceiling. That's the thing. It cost him a lot of money to figure that out. But in my opinion, now John Robinson, his words say that that our opinions are not the same is he thinks that the ceiling is higher for Ryan Tannehill. I believe that they have paid the money over the last two seasons, and we have seen what number 17 can do for this particular team. And if you take Derrick Henry away in the playoffs, it still makes it it, it more difficult. Derrick Henry, he was not 100%, right? But Ryan Tannehill does better with the best running back in the backfield. He needs that. That helps him out. I don't, th- and, and with other quarterbacks, they can do things without those type of players because they're dynamic. I just think that we found out Ryan Tannehill's ceiling in two years, and the out year, unfortunately, is not this offseason. Right. So, unless we you know- force it <laughs> and you trade away a bunch of draft capitals so john robinson has said four times to four different media outlets including buck rising with us uh that ryan Tannehill will be the titans quarterback in 2022 so zach are the colts to go about to go do what the titans might be afraid to do and what does that mean for the Titans situation but first tell everybody about wilson county hyundai yeah wilson county hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride See at the bottom of the screen, the Sonata, the Palisade, that full-size SUV is unbelievable. Both Austin and I have test-driven that vehicle. You got all the bells and whistles. You got third-row seating, great seats, and it looks good. It ain't your mama's minivan. Let's just say that. Upgrade your family's life when it comes to a new car Make sure you check out Wilson County Hyundai. They got great pricing. Say, hey, heard about it on A to Z Sports. How do I test drive this bad boy? Can I look at different colors? Yes, 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 and yes. That's what you need to do. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget, always make sure you download our favorite app. That is the Bet M- Excuse me, the wrong <laughs> click the wrong thing. I put Bill Barnwell up on the screen for a second. No, but the uh, Bet MGM app. Download that app today. Use our code. ATOZ Sports, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. It's really simple. All you got to do, download the app, plug in that code, ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk-free bet after your first deposit with that first bet. Uh, Again, download it today and visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued at non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So, Zach, 
are the Colts about to do what the Titans won't do this offseason? So the question we're asking you is, will the Colts acquire an elite quarterback this offseason? And we don't usually do yes or no's, but Titans fans or whoever's in the chat, yes or no, will the Titans acquire an elite quarterback this offseason? Or excuse me, the Colts. Well, who do you have? You've got Aaron Rodgers. You've got Russell Wilson. You've got Deshaun Watson, who's within the division, so unlikely. And then you've got two other guys. I think those are the three elites, right? And Deshaun Watson, you could argue, just because, you know, the last two years, we haven't really seen him. He was on a bad team two years ago. He didn't play at all. And then you've got Kyler Murray, who, you know, sent out a very cryptic message that he's just going to get better. Didn't mention the Cardinals yesterday uh, on, on his Instagram with all of that high school drama going on. And then you've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is officially not elite. We know that. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Carson Wentz. I think what Jimmy Garoppolo did with a uh, broken and torn ligament in his thumb last year was pretty good. Now, ultimately, he couldn't get past the Rams, but did get did play pretty damn good against the, the, the Packers in their uh, ability to win, we saw in the first round, he did enough to win, something that Carson Wentz was unable to do at the end of the year. So will the Colts get an elite quarterback? Man, that would shake up. You talk about that AFC South shakeup at the yeah. bottom. That would shake up the AFC South because Titans and Colts, they come back to level. And we know that Vegas, they like the Colts better than the Titans notoriously. So... If we're we're asking, will the Colts acquire an elite quarterback? And we're limiting that to Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. So if you're answering yes to the Colts will acquire an elite quarterback, you think it's Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson. And I I think, Zach, you're smart to eliminate Deshaun Watson from that conversation because the Texans won't do that. They will not trade him in the division. The other two teams, the Seahawks and the Packers, are in the opposite conference. So I think there is some ability for movement there if that's the situation. And I would say this. Kyler Murray is not elite. He had a really good season to start out, right? The Cardinals were the best team for most of the year in the first half of the season. Yeah. Kyler Murray is a complete and utter upgrade from Carson Wentz, right? Stability, franchise guy, known commodity, scrambler, good arm, playmaker, all of those things. Not elite, because you can't put that label on him, but at times has played elite and still as a young quarterback has a long way to go. They get stability at the quarterback position, something that they haven't had since Andrew Luck left. So, you know, will they acquire elite quarterback this offense? Yes yes or no. Kyler Murray is not elite, so you, you couldn't answer it that way. But I do still think he is in the mix in this because the Colts are going to go get a quarterback that is not named Carson Wentz. All right, so let's make it between Rodgers, Wilson, and Murray. I I don't think Kyler Murray is going anywhere. I I think a lot of this You think it's all window dressing? Yeah, I I think maybe. I think it's too early. Like, maybe one more year, and if Cliff Kingsbury continues to suck after Thanksgiving, like he has his entire career as a head coach in college and the NFL, then, yeah, I think Murray – can go somewhere else a year from now. I just think it's too early. Uh, they can build off of what they started with and try to – they got some attractive things around them. They played without DeAndre Hopkins for most of the second half of the year and still able to make the playoffs um, there too, even after a, a hot start. So I, I think it's between Rodgers and Wilson, and there was a report earlier about your Bucks, Zach, and being interested in Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. And so – what do the Colts have to trade for away for, right? Like, are are the Packers or Seahawks going to take Carson Wentz? No, that that wouldn't be a. Is part it going to have to be? going to have to be separate deals. Yeah, the, they would either dump them or those teams would say, "Hey, we don't want Carson Wentz," so right. you, you, they just cut them. So you go get you cut them, or you find a different team and have two separate deals, or right? you try to just toss it in, but. But the, well, here's, team but here's doesn't the want thing. Carson Wentz contract. The Colts don't have a first-round draft pick. And they need to give up a first-round, at least probably two, to the Seahawks or the Packers to get either of these quarterbacks. And so they're going to give up their 2023 and 2024 
first round picks to get, and that's just two of them. Is that enough? Uh, they'd have to give up a player as well. That's why I said we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Somebody's going to be on the table that has value uh, to a team. And again, I think the 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 two big pieces on the Colts. I'd have to look at their secondary, but Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson are their two big key players, right? Michael Pittman Jr. is also a key cog. They're not going to change trade Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. He's not on the market, right? He's the franchise. So, but and I I, I did De- learn DeForest this. I, I yeah, DeForest Buckner uh, as the and the chat uh, mentioned that. I did learn this from Colin Coward, and I do trust Colin Coward in his relationships with general managers. You know, we all believe that teams want draft picks. They do, but they don't want fourth and fifth and sixth round draft picks. They want players that are capable of playing. Look at the Colts with DeForest Buckner. They traded for a player that immediately helped their team from San Francisco and has over the last couple of years since he was traded. That's what you're going to have to give up, especially because they don't have a first-round pick this year, as you mentioned. Well, it's what we talked about with the Rams. They're trading first-round draft picks for proven commodities because a first-round draft pick still has a bust rate of a – it's a coin flip, right? Like you have no idea uh, yeah. of – right? you have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea what's going to happen with that first-round draft pick. So, look, Marlon Mack, uh, you know, people are bringing up, uh, you know, Big Ten Jeff says Quiddy Pay, who was a first-round pick from last year for the Colts, that – that could be somebody there you go. Uh, that, that they could offer up. So I don't think it's not Deshaun Watson. I already said I don't think Kyler Murray's moving or going anywhere this offseason, maybe next year. I don't think it's Russell Wilson. I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think the Colts, and, I, and I've said this a couple weeks ago, I think the Colts make the most sense for Aaron Rodgers. And it's because they play indoors. It's in the AFC. Uh, they also Crappy have – division. Yeah, with the Texans and Jags being dumpster fires of every aspect of their organization. Your one competition is the Titans, who have some drama going on because of how the fan base feels about the quarterback uh, and the offensive coordinator. Uh, And so you've got opportunity there to at least make the playoffs. And you've got nice pieces around you with Pittman and Taylor and a a solid offensive line, a solid defense. And then cap space. The Colts have cap space to go maybe bring in Devontae Adams if they can pull off a trade. Now, the Packers have the possibility of tagging Devontae Adams and then trying to trade him as well, which would make this a little bit muddy. But the Colts yeah, They still, would do that. Yeah. You can't have a top three, top one wide receiver. You're not going to let lose. him walk. No. So something's going to happen there. And so, you know... The Packers might end up with an unhappy Rodgers and an un- unhappy tag Devontae Adams. And if they get rid of Rodgers, now you get Devontae Adams, who's real big mad at being stuck in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. He'd, so, he'd sit out. He'd force a trade. I, I, I would agree. But again, I think but even if it's not Devontae Adams, the Colts have cap space to go out there and sign a wide receiver who is attractive enough to pair with Aaron Rodgers and Pittman and Taylor. So I think if it's an elite quarterback, I think the Colts go after Aaron Rodgers. Does it happen? I I don't necessarily think it's going to happen there. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is more likely in Indianapolis than Aaron Rodgers. Which I just, it, it, it feels like a lateral move. You know, Wentz to Garoppolo, like maybe a slight incline, but. Garoppolo has <laughs> been, fur, been further multiple times. No, I know, but there's, there's. They're still the same guy. They make mistakes at inopportune times. They have health issues. They they get beat up. They've missed multiple seasons. They both torn their ACL. You know, like they're they're one and the same. They haven't. I, yes, Garoppolo has gotten further, but that's because it, the surrounding pieces. He had a really good team that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and this year, you know, Debo Samuel's a game changer with that running game and defense, especially with Nick Bosa. So I, I agree. I agree that it feels lateral, but I also just feel I like I said, I think Jimmy Garoppolo to Indy is more likely than Aaron Rodgers to Indy. So I I I, I am kind of with you with the the guy that makes the most sense is Aaron Rodgers. Does Aaron Rodgers want to go to Indianapolis? Is that something that he is for or against? The house that Peyton built? Yeah, I think that matters less now. Like the you know, like 
Somebody's going to go to Tampa I mean, this Aaron year. Rod- Peyton Manning just handed Aaron Rodgers the MVP trophy like five days ago. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I mean, there's so much. We talked about that on Monday. There's so much movement in this league now. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford in a Rams jersey. It just it, it happens, right? So get used to it. James Harden is playing for the Sixers. So, like, you know, th- things happen. I, I think my my answer my answer is no. I have my gut saying that they're going to shake things up. Aaron Rodgers makes the most sense. And what I would do is I would trade away two future first-round picks, probably a third this year, and a player that can play immediately for the Packers that are on the Colts for Aaron Rodgers. I think you'll need a second this year. You'll yeah, need the highest the highest pick the Colts have this year. It's because just it's, a huge gap because they don't yeah. have a, a, a first, you know, they, they don't right. want to do that. And, and you're not, and so just for conversational hypothetical situations, if the Colts can pull off, you know, let's just say they trade Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders at, for a, a third round pick or something like that this year, then the Colts can turn around and, and trade that third rounder uh, back to Seattle or Green Bay for in a package for Aaron Rodgers. You don't with, see you know, three teams deals. That that just no, I, I'm talking I, about two separate deals. Oh, uh, okay. Um, my answer is no. I, I think Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are more likely to go to other teams. I think Russell Wilson is on his way to the New York Giants. I think that's going to happen. I, that's my bold prediction before the offseason. I think Russell Wilson becomes a New York Giant. Um, Aaron is – I still think there's a percentage that he stays in Green Bay. They're going to go all out. I mean, that was reported by Adam Schefter that, to try to keep him. But it, it, they just need a better spot. And Aaron needs to tell Green Bay, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay? Trade me away. I don't want to be here. Well, but Aaron has to make that decision. Yeah. Uh, Derek says uh, they'd have to get a, a back a first-round pick and then use that on Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, but nobody's going to take uh, Carson Wentz for a first-round pick because the Colts just got burned by it. And Sam said, I thought Austin didn't like doing hypotheticals because it was La La Land. No, we're having a, we're having a, a realistic conversation about the Colts who are not who are going to try to move on from Carson Wentz reportedly to try to find somebody. So a hypothetical about a real possible situation makes sense to have some part of direction in a conversation. Come on, Sam. You're better than that. Yeah, and Steven, I think Steven is the logic here. It's what we said. It's getting the feeling that Green Bay won't let Aaron go and will just be like, look, we we need you. Run it back. You're a Packer. But, you know, a woman scorned. I think that Aaron Rodgers, I think that, it's just how he's feeling. He's so like emotional where if he doesn't like you, you know, and, it's very odd. I mean, this and, is the, this, the, this is the, you know, the summer of George, this is the summer of Aaron and Russell. Well, and, and Malachi is right. If the Packers were going to go all out, they shouldn't have drafted his replacement. Yeah. Jordan love is where they messed all this up, but that already happened. Right. I know, but that's, that's the whole point of this is that, they they messed up two years ago by drafting Jordan Love, and if they're going to continue to go all in on this, then they're wasting a first-round quarterback. It's so stupid. That's why that draft pick made me so damn mad two years ago is because it was a waste of time, uh, resources, and you just pissed off your quarterback. It screwed the Titans that year. Um, yes, Corey true. Smith, <laughs> Karen Rogers is in full effect, which I think is kind of funny. You know, he, he. I don't think he has the Karen effect. He just has the. Uh, I'm not happy. You know, he. Aaron Rodgers over the last year, he's in a marriage that he wants to leave, but he's staying in there for the sake of the kids for just a little bit longer. And I think this is the summer where he finally is like, I'm gonna go be me. I, I'm gonna go do something besides this lifestyle. It's it, Aaron Rodgers likes his teammates. He's got a good relationship with the locker room. So those are the kids. Yeah, he loves Jackson the kids. Allen. He hates his husband or wife. So, and, whatever and, and, and so the spouse is the Packers front office because the, the, the craziest uh, Aaron Rodgers stat to me is the fact that he's thrown, I don't know how many touchdown passes Aaron Rodgers has thrown, but he's only thrown one singular touchdown pass to a former first round draft pick in his entire career. 
one. And that was Mercedes Lewis, who was a tight end. And it was 10 years after the Jags drafted him in the first round. So it didn't even count. Like, it's just they're not giving him the weapons or or really uh, putting back into him as a leading quarterback to be able to get the most out of it. It's a it's a sham that the Packers have only been to one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. The fact that they've only gotten two Super Bowl rings out of 30 years of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers is also quite ridiculous. That's yeah. a that's a that's a front office organization problem. Is that you went from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer and you went to 3 and 1 2. They went all in on their defense and spent a lot of money on the Smith brothers a few years ago, and it just didn't work out. They got blown out by the 49ers. They, they, they've been to the NFC Championship game two years ago. They lost to Tampa because of Tom Brady. He had that same problem in New England. Right before he left New England, he looked around and says, I can't throw anybody besides Julian Edelman, and he's getting long in the tooth. You know, Julian Edelman is not, you know, I don't want to say he's not an elite receiver because he's a damn good receiver, but he looked around and nobody else was out, out outside of there. He goes to Tampa. He's throwing to Mike Evans. He's throwing to Chris Godwin. He's throwing to Gronk. He's throwing to Cameron Braid. He's throwing to guys that can make plays. I think Aaron wants that experience. Now we just got to find the team that has it. Yeah, The Colts don't have it. Tampa has it. The Colts have Michael Pittman. And cap space to go get somebody to have it. Possibly, yeah. That's that's what the Colts' best pitch. And this isn't like they're gonna have to. They're not trying to sign Aaron Rodgers, the free agent. They're trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers. The Dolphins have it. The Dolphins make sense for Aaron Rodgers. You move to Miami. You go outside Just of Green, Green Bay. Bay to Miami. <laughs> it's complete one eight. But you have Jalen Waddle. Devontae Parker has been solid. Mike yeah. Gesicki. Uh, man crush on Mike Kosicki. I think that guy's good. Yeah, their is. defense is good. They're restructuring. Now you got an offensive minded coordinator. You know, he's a little weird and quirky, but he still has an offensive mind. That's and and you got to deal with the Bills, but the Patriots. I, I I don't know if I believe in Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones has uh, a Tannehill ceiling, and I don't know when he'll reach that. Um, and is Gesicki a free agent? Bama Brad says Gesicki's a free agent. Oh, if he is. Has he been in the league that long? There's no way Gasicki's a free agent. Mike. I think he was at Penn State like three years ago. Gasicki. It's a, yeah, good luck spelling Mike Gasicki. Yeah, I've I've already messed that up. Oh, here we go. Uh Mike Gasicki contract, 26 years old, 6'6, 249 wow. pounds. That doesn't Four years, six point six million dollar contract. So, wait. Yes, I mean the the chat saying he's a free agent. You've given us a lot of information, except for the fact that it took me a while. It took me a while to get there. Uh, Damn, I didn't realize Gasicki has already been in the league for four years. Time flies. Uh, Hey, hey, you know who would be a great addition for Mike Gasicki to go to. The Tennessee Titans. Oh. Yeah, there's also a, a, another bigger name free agent tight end who lives in the Nashville area, too. We'll talk about him at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. a lot of money, but I, Gesicki, Gesicki's going to get paid, too. Gesicki and Two-Tone Blue, I'm in on. I'm for. It fits the culture. I think it fits what they need. A guy who could block but also get open. I'm pro Gasicki. Start it February fifteenth, one day after uh, after Valentine's Day. The Tennessee Titans should go free agent sign Mike Gasicki, Penn State. That I I would love that move. So did uh, Tannehill and Gasicki have a crossover year in Miami? Yeah, they had to have. Mike Gasicki, twenty eighteen. Yeah, they had to have that one that one year rookie year rookie year Gasicki, and uh, last year Tannehill. So there's something there, right? There's something there. I don't know what Gesicki did as a rookie. Uh, Gesicki, 2018, played 399 snaps, 22 receptions, 202 yards, no touchdowns. Eh, not much, not much. But after that, five touchdowns, six touchdowns, and he <clears throat> oh, yeah. progressively and he's been a, he's got been a good better. Player. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of good tight ends 
uh, on the open market. Uh, and again, one who lives in the Nashville area that we'll talk about uh, Man, had, when that time comes. Dude had 829. Uh, uh, he had 780 receiving yards with Tua under center. This past year? Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of yards for a tight end. 73 right, receptions. Yeah. Only Volume. two touchdowns. But I, I like Gasicki sure. to the Titans. I'm in on that. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. We are starting with a new slate. It is time for Tuesday's sports trivia. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yes, Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you need to go and reorganize your health plan. I did. You should, too. I was paying a lot more money than than I am now, which is great. FBHP.com slash A to Z, over 200 locations, And look, you can take my word for it. I'm not lying to you. I experienced this over the last two months. They literally have better coverage. They have better rates. And they have better service than my previous health plan. All three of those, check, check, and check. It's unbelievable. And I'm saving money for for better coverage. I get contact allowance. I get my teeth cleaned. My teeth cleaned. I didn't get that stuff with my, my previous provider. But I get that with Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash A to Z. I'm reaping the reward now. You can as well. Go online, quick 30 to 40-minute health assessment. They quote you, and then you realize, man, I've been an idiot for a long time with my other health plan. I am now a part of Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. All right, don't forget, download the BetMG map. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You jumpstart your sports betting life with a risk free bet <clears throat> up to $1,000 after your first deposit. That's the BetMG app using our code ATOZ Sports. Let's hit it. All right, we're starting at 0 0. A new 10 weeks is ahead of us with Tuesday's sports trivia. We have 10 total questions. Seven sports, three non-sports, working together as a team. We got a lot of people on here to help us out. We are all together as one, trying to get the best record we possibly can. We have two rules. One, no Googling, no Ask Jeeves, no any of that stuff, no asking anybody on the internet. And also, don't text anybody. You can only use people who are watching with you in your vicinity in person. So, Zach, are you ready for Tuesday Sports Trivia what should be our goal? Because we hit 82, 83 percent. 85. So we're going 85 percent. So we have to get 85 out of 100. I don't think we're going to get. That's I not we, fair. What? That's like asking us to get eight nines every week. That's not a lot of uh, not a lot of wiggle room there. I think 80 percent is better. Well, we did reset, and now we have uh, a new website. I do think this is going to be harder. It is. It is. It will. So should we go back to seventy five percent? Because this is going to be harder. Seventy eight. Seventy eight percent. Split the difference. Seventy eight. Seventy eight percent is our goal over the next ten weeks. Let's ride. All right. First question. We've got seven sports questions. Three non sports questions. First sports question. Which tennis player won four hundred and seventy consecutive matches? Wow. Billie Jean King. That, I mean, it does make sense. Female back in the day when the competition wasn't as deep. And Serena wasn't born. <laughs> right. And Dustin's right. We're not going to have a 35 and 0 stretch run um, like we did to start <laughs> last time. No, I think we're going to struggle with these. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in general. Which tennis player won 470? consecutive matches plus we are timed i'm giving us 60 seconds that's what i did last time we get 60 seconds after i say it the second time we're getting a lot of random answers we got steffi graf a johnny mack natural uh i can never say do we think it is a a female i think it's a female esther something rod laver we got rod laver twice from ed and from roy who are good at the throwback trivia. For some reason, I think Rod Laver is correct. Although Noah says, Vergier, lock it in. Ver- Jay says, Vergier, lock it in. 
So let's go no with Noah. Our guy Noah is an, a trivia phenom too. Let's go with Vergier, final A to Z. What Vergier? What? Who's that? Esther Verger. I don't know how you say it. Okay, you lock it in. Final A to Z. Yes. The correct answer is wheelchair tennis legend Esther Vergier. Did That's, he Google that? That he Googled that. There's no way he Googled that. And he's disqualified. He's in timeout. There's no way that he knew that. I think that's a BS question. Well, Jay did, Jay did. Look, I will say Jay said Esther something. And that was early. That was in the first like bit. Noah is being put in timeout for that. Man. So, uh, you're not blocked, but you just got put in timeout. I think that's fair. And it doesn't count. I that's a DQ. I, I'm I'm upset. I'm actually kind of pissed off. We're gonna shorten the clock and make it wheelchair. Harder. It's tennis. just like everybody. Have you ever been in a schoolroom class? One person is gonna make it hard for everybody else, and it's not gonna wheelchair be tennis. That's the question we started this round with. So it, do we get a do we get a new question or are we zero and one? I I think you know what. Well, you're going to boo Noah when he comes back in five minutes, and then I may put his ass in timeout again. So are we 0-1 or are we getting a new question? We're 0-1. There's no okay, way that we fine. would have gotten that without him All right, doing 0-1. God bless. That ticks me off. All right. Next question. What NFL player debuted as professional wrestler in 2004, what NFL player debuted as a professional wrestler in 2004? Clock has started. So, how many people? There's been uh, wrestlers. Um, 2004. Brock Lesnar? The Rock was before 2004. It's got to be Brock Lesnar, right? That's around that. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. I feel good about this. <clears throat> and people, I think people agree. Brock, let's go. Brock Lesnar, fine way to Z. Two thousand four is pretty recent for wrestling. The correct answer is eight-time Pro Bowler linebacker Brian Urlacher. What? Made pro wrestling appearance in 2004, press slamming former Survivor contestant oh, Johnny Fairplay on. out of the ring in the process. This is that's that's BS. That was like a guest appearance. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's tough. God, that's I ridiculous. Mean, that's stupid. Both we go wheelchair tennis and uh, guest di- wrestling appearance. Uh, Zach, huh? This is a rough two questions. Both of those were kind of trick questions. I, I, their question, their sports trivia. I mean, it, it th- there's answers to back it up. It's not like it's just uh, random, right? Yeah, so that is, those are those are both like gotcha questions. Well, we needed some wrestling fans to know that, about Brian Urlacher. All right, let's keep on going. I don't like the way it's over. Oh, How many world records did swimmer Mark Spitz set when he won seven gold medals at the 1972 Olympics? How many world records did Mark did swimmer Mark Spitz set when he won seven gold medals at the 1972 Olympics? Clock is starting. So it's in between one and seven. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah. Uh, Derek says four. Um, I mean, I have you know, it's just a guess. Five we got some sky five. people in the chat that remember Mark. Justin says none. Trick question because of this stupid site that we're playing with. Hey, <laughs> Austin. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but stop. Tongue in cheek. Okay, uh, but, come on. But stop. Okay. All right. Stop all right. wearing it out. All right. All right. Uh, five. Five is the most popular answer. We got some threes in here. I mean, Jamie says his cousin says Mike's his cousin Mike says seven because he's listening with him. Ed says seriously three. 
Oh, he says probably three. Seriously, probably three. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of maybe. Um, This is, I mean. We got got to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. uh, Let's go all seven. Five or seven? Seven. Seven final A to Z. Spit set world records in each of his seven races he competed in. All right. We got on the right track. One for <laughs> one for two. One and two. One and two. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's a multiple choice question. Who was drafted in the seventh round of the 1977 NBA draft? Lee Trevino, Larry Bird. Oh, well, this is easy. Tony Dorsett or Bruce Jenner? <laughs> it's got to be Larry. Was Larry Bird drafted the seventh round? No. Lee Trevino. Uh-oh. This is interesting. What's, inter- what's interesting? I don't know what this is. You don't know what what is. Who was drafted in the seventh round of the 1977 NBA draft? Lee Trevino, Larry Bird, Tony Dorsett, or Bruce Jenner? Larry Bird was a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. So it's not Larry Bird. I, I Trevino was a golfer, and then Tony Bruce, Dorsett makes the most sense. Then, but what about Bruce Bruce Jenner as a flyer late round pick? I mean, this is I I I think it's either Dorsett or Jenner or Jenner. I'm fair. Yeah, Lee Trevino is short. What in seventy seven, right? Nineteen seventy seven. What? Who was drafted? We got when ten was, seconds. Who was when, drafted in the seventh round of the nineteen seventy seven NBA draft? Tony Dorsett or Bruce Jenner? Essentially, I say I say we go with Bruce Jenner because that was that feels like it's after the Olympics. Finally, is a Jenner. Wow. Despite not playing basketball since high school, Bruce Jenner was drafted number 139 by the Kansas City Kings after winning the men's decathlon. Yeah. You got that, ah. you got those jumps, you got hops. All right. So uh two and two, back on track. Wow. Uh so we're two and two? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie says Red Auerbach liked him early. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but it's just a funny comment. All right, so two and two. Um, all right. Let's see here. This is, uh, I think we can get this. What manager led the Boston Red Sox to their first championship in 86 years? Was, oh, my it was not. It was not Francona. He was the second one. I can Little? Picture- Gr- Grady Little? Is that right? No. no. It's a bigger name than that. Uh, I can't. I'm stuck. It was it Terry Francona. Terry Francona. He got fired. Man, I, I get those two because it was oh four oh seven. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's Francona. I, I'm pretty sure he was with both of them. Then who was the oh little Grady Little got fired because he couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, Francona. Finally, is, is he? Is that what the chat's saying? Yes, that's what the chat says. Terry Francona, 2004. Good, good, good. Man, We've I won three in a row, uh, so that's good. Back to three and two real quickly. Remind you about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust, boneandjointtn.org. Zach, we got five questions left. Let's hit it. All right, two more sports questions. Who was the first rookie quarterback to surpass 3,500 passing yards and throw fewer than five interceptions? Who was the first rookie quarterback to surpass 3,500 passing yards and throw fewer than five interceptions? The clock has started. We should be able to get this. This is the NFL. Rookie. Man, that's a hell of a year. Marino? (laughs) 
not Jameis. Was it Dak Prescott? Andrew Luck, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott might be it. That's what I think it is. I think Dak Prescott makes sense. Who else other had superb rookie years? Dak Dak in 16. Because he never he never turned the ball over. And 3,500 yards is like solid, but it's not like astronomical. <clears throat> Dak. I say we go Dak. Time is up. Is that Dak where we're fi- going to go? Dak Prescott, final A to Z, yeah. The correct answer, in 2016, Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott became only the second player and first rookie to surpass this feat. The wow. other person to do so, Tom Brady. Ah, okay. So, four and two. We've gotten four in a row correct. This is our last sports question before our last three non-sports. All right, this is a tough one. <laughs> How many knobs, switches, and buttons does a Formula One steering wheel have? How many knobs, switches, and buttons does a Formula One steering wheel have? The clock has started. This is tough. And Noah, I see you're back after timeout. I'm so pissed I'm putting your ass back in timeout just because you know how like you're back in timeout. Hey, the clock's starting. Uh, happy birthday, Ashley. Um, eight. Is what Derek says. Lou Man says eight. Kenneth says twenty-eight. <clears throat> Six says Jamie twenty-five. I'll, I'll give us an extra fifteen for the timeout thing. Uh, how many knobs, switches, and buttons does a Formula One steering wheel have? I mean, I have no all three idea. knobs, switches, and buttons. <clears throat> yeah. Jamie says six. He builds model cars. Jared says way more than eight. He's thinking 25. Yeah, I think it's a ton. Not especially with knobs, switches, and buttons yeah, all together. Be, yeah, it's got to be over the, more than 10. Ugh. All right, we got 10 seconds. 20, 25. Jeff says, I have a friend that's crazy about F1. 20, let's go 25. There were multiple people who said 25. All right, you want to lock it in? 25, final A to Z. Adjustments must be made while keeping both hands on the wheel and both eyes on the track, which is why a modern F1 wheel might have 35 or more knobs, buttons, and switches. So 35, not 25. Mm. <clears throat> All right, Dang. so now we're, we're four and three. We went four and three in our seven sports questions. Now we got our three non-sports first non-sports question um andy warhol's factory is located in what large eastern american city andy warhol's factory was located in what large eastern american city eastern so we're east coast andy warhol Man, I hope it's not like some obscure city. Scott says Pittsburgh. Maybe Pittsburgh, that's... Pittsburgh was something that, for whatever reason, was in my head. <clears throat> Bobby, Pittsburgh. They have a whole museum there. I, and Pittsburgh sounds good to me. Do we want to lock it I, in? I don't, like, Pittsburgh really did sound right to me. Pittsburgh. You want to lock it in? Yeah. Finally, to Z, let's go Pittsburgh. New York. Ah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's our record? Four and four. The Da Nang, D-A-N-A-N-G, Da Nang International Airport is in which country? The Da Nang International Airport is in which country? I mean, we need some world travel. Can you, can you type it in the chat? It is D-A space N-A-N-G. Da Nang. Two words. Eric says Vietnam. 
Uh, Orlando says Thailand. Brent says Vietnam. Both all sound correct. <laughs> Mark says Vietnam. G-Man says sounds like Cambodia or Vietnam. Vietnam? Oh, Donald says Vietnam. It's a Simpsons joke. <laughs> Dustin says Vietnam. Lock it up. I'm a pilot. All right. We'll lock that in for Dustin. Vietnam. Final A to Z. Good morning, Vietnam. That is correct. All right. Five and four. We need that one. That was big. That was big. Um, all right. <laughs> Corey just says Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> what tragedy took place on April 15th, 1912. What tragedy took Titanic. place on April 15th, 1912? I want to say that's Titanic sank. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm like 85%. I have sure. no idea. That did that, that date does not ring a bell at all. Yeah. The, my birthday tax day, tax it, day. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's the Titanic sink. I felt I felt really good about that one. People is are that what the chat me. is saying? The chat is all saying Titanic sank. Titanic. I haven't seen the movie, but I know it sank in, in April of 1912. Because my birthday's in April. I remember things that happened in early April. So what what are we right now? Five and four? This uh, we are five and four. This would get us to six and four if we're correct. We are six and four. The sinking Titanic? of the Titanic. All right. That was, t- I mean, that so was- we're back. So this is the, I, I like where we are right now with sports trivia and I haven't yes. liked it for the last several months. Right. I like where our questions are. They're difficult. We've got a timer now and we put people in timeout. Noah, know what you're, you're almost going to be out of timeout tomorrow. You'll be back. But, uh, I like where we are. Yeah, and man, those first two questions were really like curveballs that we swung hard and missed at. If not, we did good after the fact, right? We went six and two after those first two tough ones. So that was good. That was good. All right, guys, we'll see you on a Wednesday. A lot of great stuff going out, a to zsports.com. If you missed it, we introduced on our Twitter yesterday uh, two new employees who joined the A to Z sports team with Evan Winter on the website and Jake Evans on the social media side of things. So shout out to them. We're looking forward to what A to Z is doing and growing and growing and our plans that we'll be uh, talking more about over the next few weeks. Uh, But shout out to them again. Uh, And we will see you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday, Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. See you later. Appreciate it. Adios.